fellowshipping through the Word. Our desire is that the Word of God would richly enhance, transform, and edify your life. This will be part two of Supernatural Faith. In our last teaching, we were in Acts chapter 3, and so that's where we will start this lesson as a review. So Acts chapter 3, and we're starting with verse 1, and it reads, Now Peter and John were, the, were together in the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, or 3 p.m., which makes it an evening service. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked in alms or asked for money. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, with John, said, Look on us. Now, the first thing I want to point out is to recognize that they were on one accord, for they both were fastening their eyes on him. And verse 5 said, And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Is the next thing we have to keep our mind on is that we have to expect to receive from God. I'll say that again. We have to expect to receive from God. Even if it doesn't look like it, even if it looks like it's going in the opposite direction, even if it looks like it's falling apart, we have to know by faith it's falling in place. So that's the first thing we want to keep in mind. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. We have to recognize what Jesus has made available to us through salvation. So he recognized that he had this power to be released. It wasn't his power. It was the power of God inside of him. And the scripture says, Christ in me, the hope of glory. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And so if we recognize that was a command, that was a pull, that was a draw on what is rightfully ours, the power that is rightfully ours, that inside that is inside of us, they commanded it to come forth. They didn't command God. They didn't command Jesus. They commanded what was rightfully theirs. And so we have to keep in mind that we have authority over the things in earth. The scripture says, At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. So this means we can speak to things in the earth in Jesus' name. Now I want to go to 2 Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1, 2 Peter chapter 1, and I want to read this, read this scripture that will also reveal 
the very point that I've just made. Second Peter, Second Peter chapter one, verse three says, according as his divine power has given unto us all things. Somebody said all things, all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. So he has made this power available to us in the earth so that we can be a blessing to people, to the body of Christ, amen, and to bring glory to God's name. Somebody say amen. And so we want to recognize this is our power given to us by God through Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, another scripture that goes along with that, Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20 says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. So we recognize and keep in mind that we're using the God kind of faith. This is what is inside of us. Amen. Now, let's pair that. Let's pair that what we have also with Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. Now, we're keeping in mind supernatural faith. So we have to use the things of God. It's not by our flesh. It's not by our talent. It's not by our works. But it's but what Christ has put inside of us and what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. Are you still with me? Matthew chapter 18 and verse 18. Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth, or another word for bind is forbid. Whatsoever ye shall forbid on earth shall be forbidden in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth Another word for loose is permit. Whatsoever you permit on earth shall be permitted in heaven. Why? Because Christ has already made it available for us. And by faith, we can obtain, amen, be it healing, be it finances, be it breakthrough, be it deliverance, whatever we believe in God for. But we know we have to stand in faith. Amen. Standing in faith means there is a time lapse in when you say amen and there it is. Whether it's two seconds, two minutes, two days, there is a time, but you have to believe that you have it right now. Now you need to get that. You have to believe when you pray, it, it's released into your life and faith is the title deed. So you have to hold on believing that it's yours. You have to hold on believing that it's yours when you pray, not when you see it manifest. Because the scripture says, and I think it's Matthew 7 and 7, Ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. So when we pray, believe it. So now I have to go to a scripture that I didn't uh, pull up, but it's Mark chapter 11. If you would go there with me, please. Quote it verbatim, but I do want to just emphasize a couple of things. Mark chapter 11 and verse 22. The first thing we have to do is have faith 
in God. That's what verse 22 says. Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever, so this means anybody, you don't have to be a minister, you don't have to be a preacher, you don't have to be a teacher. What you need to be is a believer to be born again. That Jesus Christ laid down his life for us on the cross and that God raised him up on the third day. You believe that you are saved. Always hold on to that kind of faith. And if you believe that, you are whosoever. Tell your neighbor, I am whosoever. You are whosoever. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in your heart, but believe, but believe. Don't doubt in your heart, but believe. Here's something else, another nugget. It's not your job to make it happen. It's your job to believe. I'll say that again. It's not your job to make it happen. It's your job to believe. Now, we do keep in mind, faith without works is dead. So if you're believing for finances, you might want to ask God what direction should you go in. For faith without works is dead. We partner with God. The Holy Spirit partners with us. Amen. He partners with us in bringing to pass what God has promised in our life. Because God doesn't have any legislation. Do. But faith is our title deed. So you have to believe that those things which you said shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. Anything that Christ has died for us to have. I want you to know God doesn't want you to go rob a bank and expect him to help you. Amen? Christ didn't die for us to rob a bank. Christ didn't die for someone to take someone else's husband or someone to take someone else's wife. Christ didn't die for us to be able to do that. So it must line up with the word of God. Amen? It must line up. That's why we have to study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that need not be ashamed, but rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. Therefore, I say unto you, what things or whatsoever you desire when you pray. See, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. Whatsoever you desire when you pray. That's Mark chapter 11 and verse 24. Whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. Some of you are called to be preachers. Some of you are called to be ministers. But because of certain things in our life, we disqualify ourselves. So I say to you right now, don't disqualify yourself. For great, for greater is he that is in you, which is Christ, than he that is in the world, which is the enemy or the devil. Christ in you is the hope of glory. So just receive the word of God. Just receive the faith of God. And God will do great things in your life. And so that took that we came from Matthew, excuse me, Matthew chapter 18. We came from Matthew chapter 18 and we went to Mark chapter 
11. All right, so now we're going to go to Matthew chapter 18 and verse 19. And it says, If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything they shall ask, it shall be done for you. Now that is powerful. That is powerful. This is the word of God, and this came from Christ. That if two of you, so if you believe in God to for healing, glory to God, get another man or woman of God, and you all hold hand together and pray and thank God right after you pray and receive it, as we just read in Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Whatsoever you desire when you pray, Believe that you receive it, and ye shall have it. Whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it, and ye shall have it. Touch and agree with someone who loves the Lord, who knows God, and watch it come to pass. If you don't see it right away, don't say that it didn't happen. Just say, it's on the way. I receive it. In Jesus' name. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I, Jesus says, in the midst with them. So he says, I'm with you. And if you're by yourself, Jesus will also be that second person. He may not be there in the physical, but he is inside of you. Amen. So if you're by yourself and want to pray, pray. Believe it. God is not a respecter of persons. Pray and believe it and remind God of his word. You said if I ask, I can receive. You said if I seek, I can find. You said if I knock, the door would be open unto me. So I receive it. I receive it by faith. Faith is the title deed. If you ever own a house, that deed lets you know that that house belongs to you. Amen. Let us continue. Now, make sure that person you are agreeing with, you all are walking together in agreement. We're going to go now because God is taking us someplace. Tell your neighbor, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Let us go to Genesis chapter 12. Yeah, let us go on back to Genesis chapter 12 and deal with Father Abraham. Let's go back. Because it's time to move. Wherever you are now, God is, has, is preparing you now for where you're going. Amen? I'll say that again. Wherever you are, don't worry about not having the finances if God has already given you a dream. Whatever, wherever you are going, God is preparing you for that right now. And so we're going to see that here, even in Genesis chapter 12, with Father Abraham being the father of our faith. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1 says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. So here we'll go. Here it is right here. We walk by faith and not by sight. God told him, I have a place for you to go, but he didn't tell him where it was. And I know some of us would never even get started if we don't know exactly where we're going, 
how it's going to happen, where the finances are coming from, who's going to be with me, and the list goes on and on and on. That's not what he did with Abraham. He said, I'll show you. Right now, I want you to go this way. When I want you to turn, I'll tell you to turn and go that way. But go into a land that I will show you. So first of all, you have to just take the first step without knowing the second step. It's called faith. Verse 2, and I will make of thee a great nation. If you move, I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great. And you shall be a blessing. So God wants to make your name great. God wants to make your name great. Not the apostle, not the bishop, not your husband, not your wife, and not your child. God wants to make your name great. Now, bishops teach us, apostles teach us, they lead us, they help get us on the right track. But God wants to make your name great. And so we have to move when he says move. We have to believe when he asks us to believe without having evidence to back it up. See, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Sometimes you have to move without all of the evidence. It's like if you watch football, and I was watching football earlier today, and I noticed the quarterback would back up looking to where the wide receiver or whomever he was throwing the ball to was going. So he would throw the ball or the provision where the receiver was supposed to be, where the play was designed to go, not where the receiver was. If he was going for the bomb, he threw the ball where he could catch the ball. Amen. He led him and Christ is leading us. Don't drop the ball. <laughs> so with it being Sunday, I just thought I would throw that in there. Amen. And so God is our quarterback and where he guides, he provides. Amen. And so we're going to go to another place in scripture. Um, first Kings, first Kings chapter 17 first king chapter 17 and we're going to go with verse 1 well let us start with verse 2 and the word of the Lord came unto him saying get thee hence or get up and turn thee eastward and hide thyself by the brook Cherith. That is before the Jordan. Now, now God is telling him where to go in this situation. So everything is not a cookie cutter situation. Abraham, he said, go and I'll show you where to go. Elijah, he's telling him, go to the brook Cherith. Sometimes God gives us direct directions, exactly where we need to go, because that's where the provision is going to be where he tells us to go. There he is throwing that pass. The pass is going to the brook Cherith. It's not going where he is now. It's going to the brook 
cherub. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the raven to feed you there. Okay, so God is going to provide for us in ways we may not know, we may not agree with, we may not like, we may have a better way. But God has a way that he's going to provide for us. And if it's not the way you expect it, don't turn away from the provision. So he commanded the raven to feed him there. So God can command a raven, then God can command situations. Verse 5, so he went and did according unto the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook Cherub that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook knowing that a raven is a meat eater. They took food out of their own mouth and provided for Elijah. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up. So Sometimes God changes how he's blessing you. One moment he may use a raven. One moment he may use a brook. But God wants, we, see, we serve a moving God, amen? And if you're serving God, you're going from glory to glory to glory. So God is not going to keep you in the same place. He may move you to a different location or change the way that he's blessing you. But we have to move with God. He is the quarterback. Amen? And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came unto him saying, Arise! Get thee to Zarephath which belonged to Zedon and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you. So God will even use people with very little means to be a blessing to you. Sometimes people look to people who have lots of money. No, God can use people who have very little means to bless you, to bring his will to pass in your life. And he would use this woman. Let's continue. So he rose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water and a drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Oh, yeah, one more thing. Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. So he was making sure this was the right person. First of all, I believe, I believe, amen, that he was making sure this was the right person. But in her obedience proved, that she was the right one. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, was a woman of God. I have not a cake, but a handful of meal and a barrel and a little oil and a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go and dress it for me and my son. And keep in mind, God also can use people who are not believers. Oh, yes, he can. God can use people who are not born again. 
So don't have your mind made up on how your blessing is going to come. Just follow the Lord. Let your peace guide you. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and thy son. So now we see the promise coming. See, he, he just put a promise in there. If you take care of me first, God will take care of you. There's the promise right there. See, we have to move on a word. We have to move on a word of promise found in the word of God, not just by anyone, but found in the word of God. For thus said the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. See, now she has a promise, amen, from the prophet, and here we see it. It's in the word. It's in the word. Amen. We have to go about what is in the word. Amen. He said he would take him. So there's also a, a promise in scripture, I think in, in the book of Mark, that um, anything that we've given to the word of God and to the body of Christ, we will receive in this life 100 fold, 100 fold back to us again. Amen. And so when we have a word found in the word of God and is rightly divided, we have to, we have to carry it through the filter of Christ. Amen. Not through the law, not through commandments, but through the filter of of Christ, what Christ has died for us to have. And when we can find that, when we can find that we have something to stand on. I want to say better is the end of a matter than the beginning. Amen. So we, we saw how God led these people and God is leading us and God is trusting you to hear his voice and follow him. God is trusting me to hear his voice and follow him. Even if everything else doesn't line up at the time, he says to go in that direction. We want to go in that direction and we want to base it on the word. It has to glorify God. Amen. It has to be a blessing to his people and, and, and be a blessing to you. Glorify God. Blessing. It will bless his people. And in some way, it'll be a blessing to you. Those are a couple of things you can look at when you're looking for direction and wondering if it's God. And you're going to find, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to have God confirm it to you in different ways. Amen. So we saw the different ways that God led. A person can't say, this is how it happened for me, so it's going to happen for you. God sometimes does things different. Amen? Amen. Abraham, go into a place where I will show you. Elijah, go directly to the brook. Elijah, go directly to a widow woman. Amen? See, we're talking about supernatural faith here. And God is our instructor. God leads and guides us on the path of righteousness. So in closing, as believers, 
we all have supernatural faith because of the finished work of Christ. I read again Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. In other words, I don't do exactly what I want to do. I do what's pleasing to Christ. And the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loves me and gave his life for me. I am out of time and I thank you for yours. If you would like to be a blessing to the ministry, you can cash at me at dollar sign R E W one nine six four four. Again, that's dollar sign R E W one nine six four four. Or you can make check or money order order payable to Reginald White, P.O. Box 232, Norfolk. Again, that's Reginald White, P.O. Box 232, Norfolk, Virginia, 23501. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.